Hey everybody and welcome to another episode with your girl YB. Okay, so I'm glad that many of you are actually enjoying my Always Be My Fur Baby segment. It's actually the second highest uh, to be heard in this podcast. And okay, nah, it's good. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> okay, so today's segment will be about animal communicators. At first, I thought I wanted to do two, two, two topics lah today. But then I think this animal communicator segment actually takes up quite a lot of time. So, let's just keep it as one segment itself. Okay? So, before I go into it further, I'm just going to share one of my friend's experience um, in regards to her experience with an animal communicator. If you hear any bells or what, uh, that one is my cat. I don't know why of all time she want, he wants to groom himself now. But it's okay. Background music. If you hear like uh, biscuits or what also, yeah, that one my cat also eating, okay? <laughs> Alright, so, so my friend, she was desperate because her cat was missing, you know, and she just wanted to try any measures, okay? She's not really 110% believer when it comes to this thing. I mean, she's not discrediting it uh, that they are not legit or what, but at the same time also, she's not taking it as the absolute truth or all, lah, Okay? So, this animal communicator was found on Facebook. Okay, she charged for a 30-minute session. It was $75 and it was over the phone. And the picture of my friend's cat was actually sent to this animal communicator. Okay. So, she just wanted to know, like, you know, if the cat was safe. Wanted to wanted her cat to know that there are people looking for him and everything. Okay. But basically, they... Ended up finding the cat before the day of the session to meet the animal communicator. So, she only got to speak on the phone with the animal communicator. Okay, so this was what <laughs> this was what she shared with me. What the animal communicator... Hold on. Ah. So, sorry about that. I had to stop halfway because I had a parcel. <laughs> okay, so anyway, back to it. So, uh, basically, what the animal communicator said... Was the cat complained why my friend's other cat gets to eat more? Why were they feeding the same food? But bear in mind, my, the owner changes food every four weeks, lah, okay? Uh, why other cats don't want to play with him? Why was the cat so boring? The cat wanted to go out more often and not be supervised. Then the animal communicator also says that. She wants to help work out a compromise between the owner and the cat. <laughs> and then the animal communicator also says the cat complained that it's not being fed enough. Bear in mind, uh, this was just through a picture. Because my friend said that um, she sent it to the animal communicator. And then the owner asked, la, I mean my friend asked if the cat was okay and felt remorseful. Oh my god, my cats. And then I the, uh, felt remorseful running out, you know. So the animal communicator was saying that the cat told her that the cat had fun running out. No regrets. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, so So when I heard when my friend was telling me this, I I completely tried not to judge my friend throughout lah, but 
she she has been my close friend since uh we've been friends since primary one by the way <laughs> so we've we've been friends over a decade so yeah hmm okay so what is an animal communicator okay so base basically animal communicators usually communicate with animals telepathically like via photos you know they send and receive information telepathically uh most of them they do is like finding out what your animal likes and dislikes are and the more heavier subjects would be like the source of the behavioral abnormal abnormalities or illness okay so like some also offer the service of finding their lost pets or some even have their time span like if your pet is dying like then just needs your help in letting go lah okay and apparently there are even courses out there for you to specialize in animal communication where you get to master how to connect with the animal easier uh how you're able to communicate with any animal via photo uh things like that lah okay now now is now is the part where i rent everything out unfiltered <laughs> okay so Why are most animal communicator a scam? Okay, firstly, I'm not saying all are scams, okay? You know like sometimes it is needed for closure. You know, especially like your pet is dying, you know? Different people cope differently with the pain and grieving process, you know? So like to get closure from an animal communicator is nice to hear your pet's last words to you, you know like It is just is is actually a nice thing to do honestly I acknowledge that okay but when an animal communicator gets in the way of treatments for the pets that are needed from a well trained specialized doctor you are just a piece of shit honestly like many times uh, at the hospital or the clinics I've worked for there were a few times where I see this bullshit the animal communicators would pull okay So I'm going to share with you a few stories. Okay, the first one ah. The dog was suffering a lot, okay? Internally and externally. He had like liver issues, kidney issues, and the cherry on top of the cake was cancer. Now, the dog even had skin issues ah and was blind in one eye like the cataract itself ah is opaque ah. You can't even see the pupil. That is how bad it is ah. And I've mentioned this before. like having kidney problems itself is already painful on its own okay now imagine having two other major combinations to add on to that pain now the vet was already explaining to the owners you know like dog is really old like you know around 17 years old lah by the way so the most human way you can do for it ah was to put her down you know because she doesn't need to suffer anymore the treatments are that are being carried out and everything they're not helping you know And you know what the owner told the vet? Oh, our animal communicator told them uh told us that the dog is able to handle the pain and she does not want to be put down no matter what. Can you imagine uh, hearing this from a grown adult? I'm just saying, I'm just saying. An animal communicator told the owners the dog that was suffering from kidney, liver, cancer, being blind, skin condition, that the dog was able to handle the pain and does not want to be put down no matter what 
okay lah eh, let's give it the benefit of a doubt lah okay lah since your animal communicator says that okay okay I have another story so there's this cat that came in with a chronic kidney failure where one kidney was already pruned up ah, and it's now relying on another kidney alone it's bad ah, eh? it's functioning on one kidney okay so one of the treatments ah, was to inject fluids into the body per day okay usually it starts from 50 ml onwards depending on the size of the pet and also the dehydration level because as you know I mean, as you now will know, the function of a kidney is to remove waste and extra fluid from the body, okay? So, severe dehydration can actually lead to further kidney damage, hence why you will need daily fluid intakes either manually or drinking, okay? So, what this animal communicator did was to tell the owner, the cat is in more pain because of being injected every day for the fluids, and even told the owner to cut down on the intake or to stop it completely. And you know what? The owner did exactly that. They stopped giving the cat fluids. Heads up, the cat died anyway, but guess who got the blame? The vet. Amazing, right? I mean, of course, the cat didn't die immediately. Lah. <clears throat> but you know, because of being extremely dehydrated, it just went downwards for the cat and it just got worse and eventually died in a lot of pain. Okay? Animal communicator giving medical advice to owners. Owner listen, cat died. I mean, I mean it's just a matter of time, but at least the cat, you're not... I, I mean, like... Oh my god, when I say that, I sound so horrible. No, but what I meant is... Like... Don't have to go that way lah, Okay? You are in no position <laughs> to advise that. But it is what it is. Lah. Now, the next story, it isn't focused much on animal communicators mainly. <clears throat> but this is also why you should never go to an unprofessional when it comes to your pet's health. Or even your own health. Okay? Like recently, there was a post going around where there was this small dog that was bitten by another dog. You know what the owner did? The owner treated that wound at home for a week uh, with advice from a breeder and pet-related Facebook group that offered medical advice and recommendations. Bear in mind, in this Facebook group, uh, there were no professionals or what, just people giving medical advice based on their own experience. Honestly, uh, that Facebook group needs to be shut down. Like, you guys did not go to vet school. Neither did you guys specialize in any medical shits. For you to think what worked on your pet would actually work on others. Just because of a few similar coincidental signs. Like, you do not know if there were any underlying conditions. Because neither of you have the machines to check the bloods or x-rays or whatever lah you know just because your pet recovered from it does not mean that treatment is suitable for all others okay like that dog ah, could have died from an infection that you won't even have a way of knowing because again you did not study it or even went to school to learn there are many types of bacteria and parasites with different medications to cater to okay like, would you use a stomach antibiotic on a leg wound? 
think about it lah Eh alamak Triggered sial <laughs> But really my goodness Like would you as a human Join a Facebook group To prepare a remedy for yourself Or even feed yourself a medication You're not familiar with Just because someone You don't even bloody know In a group Told you it work on them Obviously you won't Because apparently Your life is worth more Shocking So why would you do it to your pet? Oh my god Eh tak boleh Eh cannot Like this You know really <laughs> Yeah I'm triggered Because this is I tell you This is how many times I had to Hear And the vet is like Oh her breeder told her Oh the groomer told her Oh the uh, Pet shop uh, Person tell her And I'm like My face will always give me like The fuck Oh my god So honestly Go to a professional Yes, it is expensive, okay? But nowadays, your pets have insurance that you can apply for. So, it will not be so heavy for you. A pet is a commitment. Not something you want just because you're bored or alone. Or they're cute when they get old. You just abandon them or ignore them, okay? Like, honestly, vets study for years to be where where they are. And then to help your pet in a way... You also, you know, so your family member can live longer and be with you happily, live their best life with you, you know. So stop being an idiot and criticizing them just because they charge a lot. Like your hospital isn't that bad also because you have Medisave. So make it an issue lah for pets to start having Medisave also since all lives matter, right, you know. Except animal abusers. You guys can fucking choke and rot internally and externally on earth. Then continue part 2 for eternity in the lowest depth of hell. You know the recent one, there was a cat that was slammed uh, by this crazy bastard, you know, and then the cat had to go for surgery. Like, what the fuck, man, is wrong with these people? Really, I tell you. Nampak kat luar, aku mesti sepak depan muka. But, yeah, okay? <sighs> Ran away a bit from the topic lah, okay? But that that is the problem, okay? So, animal breeders... Animal groomers, animal communicators, pet shop salespeople. I'm not saying all of you are shit. Don't get me wrong, okay? Because not all of you think too highly of yourself, thinking you're better than doctors and nurses. They actually took years of their lives to study this in depth. I'm not saying that, okay? There are actually a lot of you who are very nice and are actually the smart ones who are like, oh, you need to check the vet. You need to go to a clinic. You need to bring your pet to the vet. You guys are the real MVP, honestly. <laughs> Okay, but those that pandai-pandai, like, you know, take, take onto their own accord, like, advisors that you guys specialize in, of course, you would know better, okay? But when it comes to the medical sector, I do not think it is okay for them to educate, and I'm using this word loosely, yeah, on what is best for the pet when it comes to them being ill. Like, I've seen a lot of professional behavioral trainers, you know, where there was one time I had this client, both husband and wife, they are animal behaviorists, okay? So, basically, an animal behaviorist is a consultant or a practitioner, a practitioner, practitioner, how do I pronounce it? Practitioner, (laughs) of applied behavior analysis to help correct behavior problems in animals, usually like dogs and cats, okay? So, there was this one timer, this husband, he brought someone else's dog into the clinic, okay? And this dog was bloody aggressive, I'm telling you. Like, he would lunge 
and snap and bite and fight till the end okay like he offered to help us lah but of course you know us techs like as long as we can manage we will not trouble the client I mean at times we would simply ask them to help put on the cone for them or the muzzle if needed because you know your pets better okay because our pets tend to be calmer with their owners you know but there are also times when even the owners cannot manage so that's why we have to act on what we are trained on so we tried for a good half an hour but this dog did not back down I'm telling you so we had to ask for this trainer's help lah you know in front of my eyes ah he commanded that dog like was nothing no and put that muzzle he was able to put the muzzle and the collar uh, usually needed extra precaution for really aggressive animals lah but yeah he did that and it did not even take him a minute ah. bear in mind ah, I was bloody impressed I'm telling you now these are the people lah who do go through trainings and studied animal behaviors like in depth for them to specialize in this you know Yet he still comes to the vet for medical reasons instead of taking advisors elsewhere. Okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah lah. To end this long topic, um, just stick to what you specialize in. Like really, because you will never know. Even if your intentions were right, the methods are wrong, and you are only making the pet's condition worse. And it sucks because these pets will still end up coming to the clinic or hospital. And as much as the vets try, like some situations are just beyond their control. And there is only so much that they can do to help if you were to bring your pet in that critical condition. Okay? It may not even look critical to you, but internally it's already bad. And the next thing you know, code blue, crash, your pet collapse and can't be brought, brought back. Who kena? The vets and the nurses. Because according to the client, you did not do your job. You can't save its life. But you guys are the one that bring your pet in with that condition. Okay? Something to think about. Eh? Okay? <laughs> and with that, do know that there is a link on my Instagram bio at WTT.YB where you can actually drop questions for me and I will answer it in the following podcast. Okay? I hope you guys enjoy yourself while listening. You know, during this pandemic, try not to be a horrible person and more stupid because common sense tend to be lacking these days, yeah? So till next time, sip sip and enjoy your scones. Mm-hmm.